Welcome to sex and the sex. In the sex. <laughs> this, this is a Sex and the City podcast. I, Anna Wolf, have seen all of the episodes of Sex and the City. I, Irvi Majumta, have seen all of them as well, heaps of times. I am watching them for the first time now, although, as you know, I am re-watching season one for your pleasure. Um, yeah, great. So we've essentially been banking season one um, all day today. We're still on day one. Uh, we're, we're up to, what episode is this? Episode four? Um, Honor and I four. are currently enjoying a Cosmopolitan. And Irvi, what, what are you drinking? You're drinking a skinny bitch, Irvi. Um, some shit. Uh, yeah, I was doing like the skinny bitch one. Um, I just didn't buy enough ingredients. Okay, I just have like one huge bottle of vodka and soda water. Um, and I've also got mint, which has gone brown in the water and lemon. Um, delicious. I love brown mint. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> delicious. Yeah. I'll see. Yeah. We should probably like, um, every time we do drink a cocktail, like what, what co- we've actually drunk a lot today. I'm not. And a few cocktails. Yeah. We've, I, so we started with mimosas mm. for those who are listening to these, um, episodes in succession. Like I said, we've been banking them all in one day. So we're feeling fresh. Um, so we had a mimosa, we had an espresso martini, mm-hmm. and now we're having a fucking Cosmo. I had a gin and tonic before as well. Yeah, it's been intense, I'm but I'm getting to it. I was getting... <laughs> I don't mean it's been intense because of you. I just mean that... If I like started to just like slur at the end of the last episode, <laughs> it was just because I was like, my brain just fell asleep like halfway through. I didn't want to tell you guys at the time <laughs> because I didn't want to alarm you, but I was like basically asleep with my eyes open <laughs> for like most of the episode. <laughs> just, I just felt myself saying like little nods and be like, mm. Yeah, <laughs> like not really being very animated. So sorry about that. But no, I was just in f- some coma. You're How fine. Most people interact with us. That's fine. No, it, <laughs> like I think that's better than like I feel like I do the opposite when I'm tired, which is just like continuously speak about nothing and just make noise. <laughs> so I think being more like mm, sound, sounding like you're listening and, and, and like humming and shit is much better than my fucking bullshit yeah. that I do. Sometimes my eyes just like, like, yeah, it's just like looking into this screen. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that was really like... fucking awful of you. That was, how dare you? Really... <laughs> you said some really like personal, deep things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so what, what's the episode called? Well, we're up to episode okay. four. It's called The Valley of the 20 something guys, which is cool. Mm. Ayo! Ayo! We've all had a go reading yeah. um, the synopsis or talking about the synopsis. I think it's my turn now. So. Wait, can I do it again? I know this is really rude, but I really just, wow. want, I, I just wanted to. Can I, I cut actually it? just establishing. <laughs> can I just cut? No, actually, no, you go. I just, I really enjoy. Okay. Okay. So I usually hate, like, let's just bring it back to me for a second. Um, I usually, uh, um, I usually make, uh, I usually hate reading aloud. I don't think you do. But now, no, that's what, I'm, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I usually hate you it. You love it. But I loved it the last time I did it. So I just want that thrill again. But Jordan, you. No, 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 no. No, no. take a stab at it. No, no. I couldn't possibly give, give it a go. That monologue. I can't. I cannot. No, I don't want it anymore. Abby, you have to do it this now. It's dirty now. Well, I've got to go look it up on AMD. <laughs> okay. No, no. Anna will read it. Anna will read it. 
Go on. We'll read it together. Okay, I'll read it. Um, <laughs> okay, so Carrie and Mr. Big keep bumping into each other till they date without that term at Samantha's hot restaurant PR. Oh, this is going much worse You're than I was. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, hot restaurant PR opening. But he cancels last minute. Ack! The cook, Just John, J-O-N, is reserved for Samantha's bed, but not... Oh, no. Um, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but his hot friend, Sam, also 20-something, those always seem to know the right people. I don't know what you're <laughs> trying to be animated or if you are struggling with the words. It's so. both. It's both. <laughs> Flirts with Gary. Big turns up, saying he was on time but couldn't find her. Time to leave town. What? Um, at a 20s club. Like, not like a 1920s, but I, I think, like, there's a lot of 20-year-olds in the club. It wasn't like, da 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 Like, um... Uh, at a 20s club, <laughs> Sam takes Carrie on his lap and kisses really well. Where did you get this from? Is this IMDb? Written um, by KGF Visses. Oh, yeah. At a 20s club, Sam takes on, Carrie baby. on his lap and kisses really well. Five hours long. And again, while she helps him pick a shirt. Oh, God. Samantha eagerly reports on a night of sex with John, 20s man. 20s men are so hot and consider 30s women a good deal. Jordan, take over. I got tired. This is Charlotte. I went to that bit. <laughs> Charlotte is embarrassed. Bryant explicitly asked for anal sex. Miranda warns her not to give in on respect, which is power. Samantha says a hole is just that. <laughs> Charlotte. This is hilarious. Yeah. Charlotte gets a decent first date. <laughs> That's Charlotte's storyline. Mm. Samantha realizes she'll always feel older with a twenties man and resolves to give them up. After Big brought just his just divorced friend Jack to their drink, Carrie seeks consolation in Sam's bed in heaven when, when spooned, spooned only to wake up in his nightmare apartment, which comes with a roommate but no toilet paper, and runs to her ultimate addiction, the shoe store. Wow. KGF Vizzers. Mm. That was actually such a good description. I mean, it was very obviously... The hole is a, just that. It was very emotive <laughs> and funny, but I feel like that was actually a very good description of the episode. I feel like the last description was, was a good one. lacking a bit. Yeah, it was really... And it was just about Carrie. This yeah. one, we, like, this person cares about every We get the whole picture. Character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, good job, KG. Yeah, thank you, KG. <laughs> KGB room. Um, what did you did any themes or characters or anything stick out for you guys? Is there anything that you feel like you want to um, get off your chest? Um, uh, I think my favorite bit was um, when they. So it's been basically all the events towards maybe like three quarters of the way through the episode where all the girls are in the. Um, I was going to say Uber, but it's like olden day taxi. Um, <laughs> And then taxi. About... Hello, ma'am. <laughs> Get on the car and taxi. <laughs> Come on, governor. Um, <laughs> it was like that, but um, yeah, it was just like yeah, old. And then um, then they're all giving Charlotte advice on how to do anal. Yeah, and on whether she should. 
I thought there were some really yeah. interesting conversations brought up with that in terms of, yeah, like Samantha being like, a hole is just a hole. Or, do you want to get off Instagram? <laughs> it's habit, habit. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. The disrespect. Every time I speak, she zones out. And I have Honestly. a lot to say. I have nothing to contribute. But, okay, no. So when they were talking about anal and this whole idea of respect, I thought that was, even though it's all outdated, yeah, I still think it brings up good points in terms of, like, are you going to gain respect from this? Like, is it going to be beneficial? Actually, you know what's funny? A lot of it isn't to do with, like, whether the sex will be pleasurable. It's how much clout you're going to get mm. from it. <laughs> Absolutely. The only person who says, and it's great, totally. is Samantha. Big shock to you. Yeah. Like, Definitely. and. And yeah, definitely they're, they're different approaches. So Carrie gets in, she's like freaking out with her and she's like, Oh honey, um, you know, what are you going to do? And then Miranda gets in and tries to lawyer it. And, um, she is like, Oh, I feel like it was also, um, it brought up, like, I know there's been critici- criticisms of Sex and the City because of its, like, classism. <laughs> then, like, Miranda's, like, fully rude to the um, driver. She's just like, you're dr- you're meant to be driving, um, even though she's, like, screaming about anal in the back. Um, exactly. And <laughs> she's trying to get all, like, lawyered about it. This is a type of Miranda that, like, I get where she's coming from, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, you're such a, like, neurotic, like, it's not even, like, neurotic in a good way. It's just, like, so, like, abc this is your power play this is what you do like coming from someone who's just been dating like this loser um for, like so true. sorry scooter or whatever her name is scooter, scooter. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name stripper no what's his skipper. name skipper skipper <laughs> i was like stripper <laughs> strapsel um, been a long day but um <laughs> i'm just lashing out i'm like venting at miranda but it's fine um he tries to get all like logical about it and then i love it when um samantha's like honey you could do it some with a little bit of backdoor which is um hilarious and yeah i think um samantha's attitude towards it is really funny and mm. and just like soulful and then when the car halts um and they all like go what was that and then both miranda and samantha laugh and say um a test or like a, a preview a, a preview yeah <laughs> um that was great too so yeah <laughs> was like just- I'm, just, I'm just imagining you in the <laughs> in the taxi <laughs> with them it's an uber pool so you're like in the in the uber as well and then when they're like a preview you're like yeah <laughs> like i just like you're so on board with that moment being like <laughs> yeah <laughs> deal with that charlotte um, <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how, like, much of a deal it is. Um, but it's also cute that the driver laughs along at the end as well. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that mm-hmm. rather than just the constant Samantha being a fucking bitch, classist mm. bitch to, like, the fucking taxi driver. Mm. Um, Miranda, yeah. Yeah, Miranda, sorry, yeah. No, Samantha was Samantha's cool. <laughs> sorry. Samantha was chill. Samantha's totally chill. I was right. also going to say how, like, this idea, I feel like from that that idea of anal... I think I think I carried that with me a lot, not from Sex and City, but just a societal pressure for girls to be like, if you're cool about anal and you like it, you're like a cool girl and the most desirable thing in the world. <coughs> or on the other hand, you're a fucking skank and disgusting. Yeah, same thing <laughs> <Yeah>. marriage. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when Charlotte later is talking about it with her date and she's like, girls that do anal don't get married. <laughs> 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 
She's like, no one marries the anal girl. Uh, well, Charlotte, like, you haven't done anal and no one's marrying you. So. I know. Kabam. It's so like, funny. It's like thinking about what they're like obsessed with and like um, these like weird um, conclusions that they come to yeah. in their heads. Fair enough because of society and stuff, but it's just like her getting so worked up over like not getting a wedding ring out of doing anal. <laughs> it's funny. Hmm. Imagine if she like did do anal and then he like put a wedding ring on his penis and like shoved it into her, her anus and then she like put her <laughs> finger up her butt her like wedding finger and it pulled out a ring it would be very beautiful and she's like yes <laughs> that would be so synchronized yeah but he doesn't really say <laughs> Surely. he doesn't really say anything that romantic he's like can we just fuck the normal way and she's yeah. like yes <laughs> <laughs> does he say can we fuck regular is that what he says yeah yeah like it it's a, such a good line like you know when like some lines are so good because you're so dumb being like can we just fuck normal please yeah. uh, you know like normal yum yums way or whatever the fuck it is yeah regular squish squish <laughs> yeah the regular squishy squish um no, no, i think the, the anal storyline is very fun and also it's funny mm. when charlotte gets into situations where it like breaks apart or breaks down her kind of version of herself that she puts up. Mm. You know what I mean? Definitely. Mm. Oh, I don't what were your favorite bits? I don't know. Jordan, you go next. Um, I think that if you do anal, you won't go to heaven. Yeah, I thought so. Um, no, but I think what... that I, I also think find it interesting with Charlotte that she does have all these rules or she has these like, I don't know. Well, it's easier said than done, but it's like she has all these rules and things that you need to stick by and ways to date and ways to find the perfect man. But I'm like, if you're in your mid-30s and you're still not married, which to my standards, fine. But for Charlotte, of course, she's like freaking out a little bit. But I'm like, you kind of have to throw caution to the wind a little bit if you want to mm-hmm. like uh, how many times can you make the same mistake or like how many times can you keep repeating yeah. this like pattern when it's like i don't know i feel like i feel like she needs to shake things up i know that she does mm-hmm. and she does take more risks later on but like yeah especially the the um her rules about calling people and like playing the game and then also anal <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i mean charlotte yeah i like, can do it do it anal in front of a webcam. Like, change your life. It's fine if you don't want to do anal, but don't suddenly, like, equate anal to, like, not being able to get married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's that anal, like, is anal is the least of your problems. Gross. It's that whole idea of, like, like a – I remember reading this um, article. Like, you know how – I think it was, like, one of those um, sex columns in The Age, like The Age M magazine or whatever. They probably don't have it mm. or something. Anyway, and it was just, like, a sex column – about this guy being like, oh, I have sex with this um, uh, woman. He probably said girl. I have sex with girl. Mm. Um, it's like really kinky, like freaky stuff. I love having sex with her. I have the best time with her. But because I have all this like kinky sex, she's like, like she's not the marrying kind. Oh. You know what I mean? And it was just like, and I remember yeah. the, um, the response being like, why isn't she the marrying kind? Like, why isn't mm. she, like, why can't you, like, marry this woman who has really fucking awesome kinky sex that you, like, love? Like, you obviously yeah. seem to have, like, a really good sexual relationship and you really like her. Why wouldn't you marry her? Mm. Anyway, and we already all know this, but for me it was, like, a really, like, I remember 
reading it when I was like 16 like yeah like it's just um this idea of being like oh if I'm this type of woman no one will marry me yeah yeah that would be like some easy shot it breaks down into the, the caricature of um of like uh the the virgin and the femme fatale like yeah, yeah definitely um it was also really interesting in this episode this idea about age and dating within certain age brackets and what that kind of means mm. i thought it was actually kind of cute in a sense like this this idea mm. of 30 year old women dating 20 something year old men mm. and the reason as to why it's beneficial for both and i thought it was kind of i don't know i kind of liked it i like this idea of being like the men are like you know i get to fuck a mature lady that like knows a lot about wine and it's like great ahead and the women oh are like God. i get to fuck a hot dude that you know actually like treats me with some kind of respect like they i don't know i just thought totally thought, and like you know is fun and likes to do some cute stuff and likes to go out and like do stuff yeah i think that's mm. i think that was a really nice i, I th- thought it was a nice flip to that usual like older men dating younger women like whatever but it was just nice to have this i don't know it was like a specific kind of relationship mm. thought of like yeah narrowed in on and we saw the contrast with mr big when he came in like he's coming to this party and he's like i have to line up i couldn't find you now i gotta go to work tomorrow <laughs> like yeah it's like this young guy like just get out of here this party's dying like it's it, and and it's also very funny that like carrie is either dating or trying to date this man in her forty in his forties or dating a guy in his twenties. Like she's not like there's nowhere within her age range. It's like either in the twenties or in the forties. It's either pre marriage or after post divorce. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Definitely. Um and it was cool to see like yeah, I guess that um their appreciation of their age throughout the episode, like it was sort of um I don't know what you guys thought about the house. I'm like, what do you think 20-somethings do? But did you find it relatable at all, the house that he was living in towards the end of the episode? I did find it relatable in terms of, like, if, like, comparatively to if you're dating, like, some kind of rich, probably Republican lawyer in New York City or something, and then you, Mm. like, fuck some 20-year-old in their, like, share... Like, especially New York, like, they must... Mm. that, That apartment apartment probably would have been so expensive and it, it is a, like a pigsty totally. and it's dirty and there's like cigarette but especially in the 90s where you like you'll be relatively normal to like smoke inside or whatever mm. i reckon that place would have been fucking yuck and also i've definitely been in share houses and stuff where it is fucking gross in fact my first boyfriend's um share house was fucking disgusting like disgusting and yeah oh, it was and it was also the party house but yeah, um, I, I didn't give that. a shit because yeah. I was like, whatever. But if I like dated a guy now that lived in that house at, at that time, yourself. I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? This is disgusting. And why would I want to be with someone who's like, this is cool, like whatever. Like mm. it'll be so. I yeah. It was the rude awakening to that, especially when she's like thirty something and she's like relatively successful and she's kind of past that time. I think it's not cute anymore. I think it's like going to a club or whatever when you're like even at our age. If we went to like Rats now or mm. something. And just being like, you know what? I'm better than this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. looking for this thing where we just, like, look for someone to hook up. And also, everyone there will be 18. Yeah. It's like we're beyond the age yeah. of, like, fucking someone who has, like, one pillow on their double bed and hasn't had a sheet on it for three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I mean, think there's definitely, like, that age. 
I didn't have my sheets on a bed for like uh, probably like four days the other day. So it's, it's tiring. The fitted but it's different when it's yours. Yeah. It's different when it's yours. So that's okay. Um, I think. I think yeah, definitely. It's like I I for some reason it just made me feel like when we were looking at his apartment, uh, well whatever he, the fuck he lives in. Um, it was like that was like back in like when I was nineteen or something or twenty. Um, that share houses looked like that in which case she was just like I mean he might be that young maybe she was just after him um and he was mm-hmm. young but it's yeah it was like fun it's like the most extreme version of what um it's like old people trying to be like oh what are share houses like even um yeah and like graffiti all over the walls and stuff but I think yeah I think I've, it's it's a nice sometimes I look around my own house and I'm like oh it is nice to just like have shit um it's like good to like not not even expensive stuff just like the basics like nice um you know just like actual clean sheets and um a towel <laughs> just like the basic things like that like a proper house yeah yes, it's just, absolutely it's a realization of being like oh taking care of yourself is changing your bed sheets and washing mm-hmm. your towel like regularly you know mm-hmm. and and um i don't know spending something on spending some money on something nice and throwing yeah. away the old thing that's shit because it's shit and just taking care of the nice thing mm. like yeah investing definitely. in yourself mm. um, yeah that's like and it's like yeah for me that's it, for me as well like I think part of growing up was realizing I didn't have to hold hold on to all my met cards like the oh old bus mm. tickets and like throwing that shit away and also moving out of my parents house and I left a lot of shit behind but realizing like oh why the fuck am I holding on to all these mementos, which is just rubbish. Yeah. It's just like a rubbish in a cardboard box yeah. that I'm like <laughs> yeah. clinging on to. And you never onto. look at it again. No, I, yeah. yeah, and it's I'm like clinging on to for some fucking reason. Whereas if I throw away my clothes that I had when I was 12 and like throw away yeah. this and like color <laughs> shit, it's Mary Kondo shit where you're just like, you just totally. have a fucking color shit and then you will feel so much better. And also you feel more mature because instead of every, and you don't want to like, because I'm, su- I have such natural hoarder tendencies. Like I'm such a, oh, but this was memory. That one time I went to the beach and I picked up that, that you know, rock. It's like mm-hmm. put it in the garden or throw totally. it away or fucking donate that like weird, yeah, like gum leaf that you have that looks like a person. <laughs> like just throw it away. Yeah. You don't need Definitely. it and you'll feel so much better. And that's why I also, sorry, I'm going on a rant, but that's mm-hmm. also why my room, even though it's messy right now, but is the way that it <laughs> is. I got myself fucking white bed sheets um i like a white dresses i like got stuff that is not my style at all just to keep this idea of like like just cleanse the cleanse cleanliness and also me not wanting to like (laughs) adopt my clutter desire of like all the like kitschy bullshit that i would like hold on to in my early 20s being like yeah this is me it's like no it's not this is just like stuff yeah that you're yeah. trying to make yourself feel better with like yeah. just fucking i think it's it away. like that i think it's like a i feel like in like a metaphysical way it's like um coming to terms with the fact that it's like yeah why are we so scared of like getting older it's just like because it's closer to death and that's like sad and scary but also um yeah, because I was cleaning out my parents are moving to Canberra. So trying to like clean out our house, which we lived in since um, just because my dad's like work got a new job. And it's actually really good because this house is like, it's so old. I mean, it's the house itself isn't that old, but we bought it when um, I was in year seven. So that it's like, 
just we've been they've lived there since then which is like you know 20 years or something like that um and it the stuff that's just accumulated and just like the books and like you know the walls are like a little bit moldy from just because it's just so cold and like damp and stuff so it's really good that there's they're just moving and like gonna have this new smaller house um but just trying to like clean up all my stuff and it's like it is really hard because it's like um stuff that I cling on to for like my identity like for some reason I've just like kept all my uni um like back in the day when I was in uni um you had to buy like binders for like your readings and stuff um like you just bought physical copies of all your readings before the semester and it's like you know philosophy of the Aztecs or like what I don't know it wasn't Aztecs but (laughs) just like something I'm never gonna read again but it really like doesn't I just really don't want to throw it out but it's like physically the space like where the fuck am I gonna carry this stuff with me for the rest of my life um like it needs to go but it's almost like if I let that go, am I just going to forget to ever come back to it or like to ever um, explore that part of stuff that I was interested in again? Yeah, it's all those like high school books that I have about or, like or a folder, like a maths folder or something where I'm like, I could always yeah. look back to this and relearn what I learned in high school. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if I looked yeah. back at my French folder? Because I was good at that. And like, mm. and then I haven't touched it since like year 12. So like, what the yeah. fuck am I doing? Mm. Why am I like lying to myself that like this is... And I think you're yeah, right in terms, to. I also feel like a lot of this shit as well as like accepting adulthood because mm-hmm. you're letting go of your childhood and like, yeah. and you can still be like, you can still like live your life to the fullest while letting go of yeah. your like childhood. Yeah. And it helps yeah. you, I feel like going through that stuff helps you find the things that are really meaningful. Mm. Because yeah. like for me, like there was a while where I was like, I would go through these mass cleanups, especially with like clothes. Like I had all these like weird, like Mem- like what's it what are, like souvenir t-shirts mm. and stuff from fucking random shit and and a whole lot yeah. of other stuff as well and then it, the only time i ever looked at these things was every time i came back to clean something out like to like away. every yeah. spring clean the only time i ever looked at it or considered it was when i was deciding to throw it out and then like i kind of it was the same thing that like you guys are talking about where it's like you just have to like let it go and i remember like a specific moment where I was like, I, I just have to get rid of all this shit. Like it's, it's useless. It's clutter. Yeah. And yeah. also like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. And also it's funny looking back, especially when you're a teenager, especially if you're like, um, quote unquote, a quirky gal, mm. you put so much worth into the, the items that you have because you think yeah. that without being able to fully define yourself you can let these fucking random literal pieces of shit define who you are (laughs) and then so letting that go and and sort of recognizing that you're a whole person without Mm. a penny or like a one cent coin that you're like or like a weird little like babushka doll that someone gave you from like you know, like ten from literally ago. the, yeah, 10 years ago from the reject shop. It's like, I don't, I don't need, need this. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same thing as like never, I, like, you know, like I recently have only started using like, like, like lit a candle that I got probably from year eight. Mm. Yeah. I, was, I was like holding on to it for like a special moment. Yeah. And it's like, just use your stuff. Like this totally. like fucking candle. I'm like, mm. I've literally had this, I think since I've moved from, brisbane back to melbourne and i'm yeah. like why the fuck haven't i used this yet or it's like i got verve champagne from izzy for my 21st birthday i literally used it like yeah. last year 
I, I don't know. I was like, yeah. hold on to this for a special occasion. It's like, mm. no, just fucking use it. Mm. Like, just this do is it. it. Now. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because I think that whole the letting go is hard because it's like we just have to come to terms with the fact that like your mental space now that's really tangibly all you have it's like you can try and expand that by like you know learning about something that you used to be interested in and of course that's awesome but it's like no apart from that you know it really like all that stuff isn't you and so it just feels really finite all of a sudden because you're like wow I'm this at this age now and this is like what I've done in my past and um yeah that's just sort of all it is and I think even with the digital space it's like I have so many it's like in one way yeah it's awesome that I can like save stuff but who does that and also I just lose it anyway it's like I've changed laptops like five times and all of that stuff's gone so I don't have any of my essays that I wrote in uni and stuff um so I don't know I mean maybe it'll be different in the future and people will just save everything onto some cloud thing or something but um it's just that's like not, where, where it's now, Irby. <laughs> yeah like maybe there'll be something know, called like, the internet <laughs> I envision in the future that there'll be something like the internet and (laughs) (laughs) it'll be like a space that's not real but it's it's real I also feel like um just in terms of like holding on to stuff too I'm always like this is an heirloom because whenever I like look at my (laughs) whenever I look at an old dress that my mum had I'm like oh my god I'm so glad she kept this because I love seeing this as her child and Mm. then I kept being like I'm going to hang on to this fucking weird jacket. Like it's like a, a silk army jacket that I got from like this store in Box Hill that was cropped. And I'm actually really glad I still do have that. Cause I thought, anyway, I only wore it for a small period of time. Cause eventually I was like, this is kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like, suits and things. But I'm like, I'll like, hold on to that. And then I'll show my like daughter or son or whatever. And then be like, here, look at something I used to wear when I was your age. Like this dumb like, like here cool. you go this is but, for you and they're like i don't want this but, i don't want this fast fashion crazy. piece of what yeah <laughs> yeah it's like from Cypre. um <laughs> it's also crazy how much like stuff sometimes i just like freak out looking at like um just like how much shit there it's like trying to throw out stuff that we don't need anymore there's like stuff that's not recyclable that's just like an object that's like made in the world now and the fact that there's like i'm one of like 22 million people in Australia and we've all got these little bits of things and it's like how yes. is this all fitting on the planet somewhere like how is it how does it ever go away it's like just then whether I throw it in the bin or not it's like even if it's not in my possession where's it going to end up exactly. and what, what's it doing I always think about where the where the fuck in the world are the, like the boppets you know like bop it twist it pull it punch it oh where what was they? that again? It was like a game that you hold on to and it'd be like, bop it. And then you'd have to smack it in the middle and then it'd be like, twist it. And there'd be like a twist on the side. I don't think Uh... I, I never had one, but like friends of mine will have them at their houses. And like, obviously, yeah. And nobody has them anymore. Yeah. Where in the ocean are they going to end up? Yeah. And I, um, I used to work at the aquarium in Melbourne and there would be like, you know, obviously lots of kids that come through and kids, um, particularly young girls will wear these massive bows because of this like pop star or like kid entertainment girl oh. called um Jojo Siwa or whatever <laughs> she was on Dance Moms um and she's mm. uh I got a lot of time for her I can't wait till she comes out anyway but she's got cool. these <laughs> massive bows that mm. kids wear and like my, a friend uh, at, at work and I used to be like oh, fuck I wonder where in the ocean all these bows are gonna end up one day <laughs> like 
Because it is like you can't help but like look at those sneakers. Like even those like little fuck me bands that we used to wear. When I was we were thinking in of the school. exact same yeah. thing. Totally. Those like plastic the bracelets. The fuck me bands, the chokers. Yeah. Oh um, my god. I was so devastated when my choker broke. It was like I still remember the moment because I just went. I put it. I like used to. I found because for me, I feel like growing up, um, my parents were always like, "You don't need this. Like you don't need that." And it's like you know we're all like scraping to get. Like we just moved here. It was like me trying to like fit in at school, and so we'd always go to like op shops. And I just it's like when you find something in an op shop that's like cool at school as well, it's like the best day of your fucking life. <laughs> so, like I found a choker. I can like finally belong. And I thought I looked like so hot in it and it was, it was like awesome choker that I had and then I remember like taking it off my neck putting it on the bedside table and then going to brush my teeth and coming back and like a chain had like broken or like it was just like oh, no. I swear to god it just happened but I was like who the fuck did this because I was like <laughs> it was fine when I took it off my neck and it just broke and I cried for so long it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me um, but they're they're somewhere in the ocean as well yeah it is so and weird, it's like crazy. It? Okay, I don't know if it's just like just drunk talk, but um, but the fact it's like so we have like all this. It's like how is that even? Because <laughs> it's like so dumb. But it's like how is how is like all this plastic and stuff actually made? And like that used to be like it's like everything on the earth is like from the earth in some way, even if it's yes. like you know, manufactured chemicals or whatever. It's like so it's all like as an entity we're like all on this planet so everything is from earth but then we like change it into ways that it can't be like dissolved in the earth so it's just like it's so weird it's such a metaphor as well for like our existence like Mm. (laughs) i think about that as well even when people like it's unnatural products i remember as a kid being like but how can everything be like how can you decide what's natural and unnatural like what do you mean what does that mean also, it does just yeah. feel like all plastic, because, like, I feel like in so many ways you can, uh, like, make stuff. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's kind of like, shouldn't just, like, all plastic be banned now? Why don't we just make everything out of glass and, like, yes, metal and... Um, and also... And fucking... Bring back the milkman. We need jobs. Bring back the milkman and glass bottles. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah, glass bottles glass. are glass is so good. easy. Yeah, glass bottles are easy, and also like they're not gonna. And also clay, like just like make clay, glass, and and I and no idea. Um, yeah, that it's, yeah, totally. Glass is good. And I was just like, the other day, I was like, just like thinking about how short sighted the industrial age was because it's just like, um, I was just doing some reflection on. I was just thinking the other day how short sighted the industrial age was. Love it. It's just like, what did you think was going to, it's like, it's as if like the concept of the planet, like I remember Pla- Captain Planet and that was like sort of on my radar, but it really seemed like even when I was a, t- when I was a kid, it felt like the planet was like stuff of cartoons or it was like, yeah, like go save the planet. Like the Captain Planet yes. does. Like it was just like not a thing that we even tangibly thought of. So it's <laughs> like the industrial age was like not that long ago, like maybe, you know, hundred years max, but um, is that right? Maybe know. a bit more. I think that's maybe like a tiny bit more. I feel like we we a bit more, but not heaps. It's like no. you know, it's not. It's like if you start just like making heaps of shit, and you just like, you're like, yeah, just like steamroll it, like have a factory make all this stuff. It's like which they just wouldn't have even thought about the environment at all. I guess it was like almost like 
they were just trying to run away from the environment and stop being like you know um savages or whatever like mm. you know we're like we're like sophisticated men that make stuff um and now it's just like done it like a full moment like for us but like for most like tony abbott and shit um no but like for the people who are smart now it's just like a complete opposite of like trying to save that yeah i just yeah i'm just scared about it all um but the shit thing about glass is i keep buying glass water bottles and breaking my teeth on them uh, like not breaking it but just like chipping chipping my teeth chipping teeth on glass bottles is a real thing because i'm um, have i told you guys this disgusting thing before about myself no, no. Go on. i probably have in like season two but um <laughs> the way that you can tell when a guy cares about you um is <gasps> that in uni I went through this phase of like trying to be the cool girl and I used to just open beer bottles with my teeth oh my god no you have mentioned this you fucking crazy bitch it was I can't believe it it was like I remember like one time I was hooking up with this guy and like I didn't even like him that much it was just like just for convenience like I was it was just like the one time in my life where like a friends for benefits um thing has worked and Mm. been like clean cut so I wasn't even I don't know why the fuck I even volunteered to do it but it was like we're just sitting in the park had nothing I'm like oh I guess I could just like try and um you know like rip like just I just tried to twist it with my teeth and then I was like oh (laughs) hang on I got like I got a spot and I was just like (laughs) and um managed to get one off and then he's like, here's mine. Can you do it too? And he just, he was just so just like, yeah, like, oh, sick. You got sick teeth to break. <laughs> your bottles <laughs> open teeth. So then I just started doing it. <laughs> and it was just like, I was like, and then at the time, the guy that I actually liked, um, I tried to do it around him. I was like, oh, I got this. Don't worry about a bottle opener. And he was like, please never do that again. That's like the most disgusting thing you probably possibly do. No, so then I was like, hmm, maybe the guy that doesn't want me to open stuff with my teeth actually cares about me. Aww. <laughs> and now I have like this fang. I've got like a fang that's been like well, like cheeked into like a beer bottle. Opening. Oh my God. At Comedy Shame. Festival, I'm just going to make you open yeah. bottles with your teeth. I'm like, <laughs> get, get behind the bar. Give it to Chomper over here. <laughs> I'm going to get you to open a fucking can with your teeth. A can opener. In this whole, like, this whole series is, like, us being, like, uh, yeah, like, there's these, like, impossible standards for women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, like, made myself a utensil. And, like, being, like, oh, yeah. I'm, like, don't worry about my feelings. <laughs> I used to kill myself whether to wear pants or a skirt, but I used to open bottles with my teeth. Also, that being like super attractive too. Yeah. I just thought I was so cool. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I just thought I was like the cool. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm like one of the guys. I just, you know, couldn't go to school without your choker, but could open a bottle with your teeth. You do sound like a catch, honestly. It was disgusting, but I chipped chipped a tooth doing that. I'm not surprised. And then I also, like, it was, like, the the biggest fluke. I just, like, opened a beer bottle, not with my teeth, just, like, normal, just drinking a beer, and then, like, just tapped it too hard on my front tooth and it just chipped. (laughs) You know, like, you can't win. (laughs) At this point, your body's in protest. I was like, if, yeah, if, yeah. if Evie brings another bottle to our lips, 
We're punishing her. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, it's going to be over. Yeah, so anyway, well, that's 20-something me. That's 20 to 20-something-year-old Irvi. I love that, it. Yeah, it, that wasn't that long ago, Irvi. Stop being like, oh, 20-something. You're probably in your 20s. Yeah, I'm 27, but almost 28. And um, I almost like next year, I guess. Um, But yeah, that was probably me at like 2019. Um, seven years ago. Mm. And and he wasn't impressed. He like the guy that you had a crush on. No, he. I've I I thought it was really like this is like how low my standards were. <laughs> it's just like this guy. Honestly, like he doesn't let me open my beer bottle with my teeth. Like the guy that I actually liked didn't let me do it, and um, that was an indication to me that he was like a better guy than the like guy that I was just sleeping with. That was just like come on, like passing me over like more bottles. Like I was a fucking factory <laughs> or something. <laughs> I was the industrial age. That's such a, a Miranda thing to do as well, Obi. I feel like Miranda would get caught in this trap of like opening bottles at a strip club <laughs> with her teeth. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. Can um, we can yeah. we carry on with the episode in terms of um, uh, when Samantha and that young boy have sex again, the chef guy, mm-hmm. and then he's like, oh, yeah when we have sex and you turn your head like that, you have the cutest wrinkles in your neck. (laughs) It's just so funny. I love that she doesn't respond and she just like turns over and just has like an epiphany of, it's the same as like a little child being like, oh, you have a mustache. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just that oblivious, oh, like Alex, my partner does that shit all the time. He'll be like, ah, or my dad even, he'll be like, why do you have a pimple on your chin? Oh, my dad is oh, always oh, like that. I God. once had contacts in and he said, wow, that pimple's ready to go. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I went to the mirror and it was a mole that I've had my oh. whole life. And he was like, there's a pimple right there. And we had this full argument about it. Anyway. It's so fucked up. What are parents? I feel like parents just look at us and they're like, oh, you are my property. Um, so I can yeah, just like... Yeah talk to you like that it's just like anytime i get on the phone it's like what's under your eye what's in your face what's this um <laughs> but someone, someone else just pointing out that to you can be offensive for sure absolutely so funny and also the way that he phrased it like the cutest little wrinkles it's like no yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk about in the last episode as well which is similar to this it's like bad pillow talk when she's talking to the model and he says i'm sorry i'm distracted by your nose to carry and she's like, yeah! it's only my big Jonathan just said you were just like to carry big nose carry. You you say that you like her nose. How could you? She has a big no, nose. Like I mean, like she keeps bringing up how her nose is the thing that she wants to change, or like her yeah. nose is like her thing. Um, or the writers wrote that, which I'm so sorry, Samantha. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone, Samantha to us. Everyone, she's Samantha. just called Samantha. <laughs> the show could just be called Samantha in the City or Samantha, <laughs> Samantha City, Samantha City. Yes, we should um, have a spin-off. Absolutely, they've done shit spin-offs of the show. I feel oh like they've God. done a... Carrie's Diary or whatever. Oh the fuck no, was. no one Ugh. wants to know about uh, Carrie as a teenager. Yeah, I want to know about Samantha uh, in her eighties. And if I, if I totally. see, oh my God, absolutely. And if I, if I want to see Carrie as a teenager, I just want to see her like, like chip tooth giving head in an alleyway. You know what I mean? Oh. Actually, I, mean, <laughs> I, just, I just want, 
I just want, oh, that's me. I just want <laughs> I just want a hardcore Irvy <laughs> pornography. Like oh, it does me. <laughs> It's like it's like I stopped giving head and their dicks like shredded with like blood <laughs> for me just like on my chip teeth. Oh my god! Like fuck tooth Irvy. Oh, love it. Yeah. It's like if you're doing pillow talk and then you complimented Irvy on it. I'm so distracted by your teeth. Oh my god. Uh, Irby, I've never noticed um, any issues with your teeth. I'm just, I'm just. Um... No, <laughs> thank you. It's just that one there, but you can't see it because my zoom's all lip blotchy. When we see you in real person, that's the first thing we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Show us. Show, we're going to hand you like three beards and be like, do it. <laughs> um, I feel like I, I would have a similar reaction to Samantha. Like only because like if in that moment when he was like, I'm so sorry, I'm distracted by your nose. I was like, I would kill myself. You mean Carrie? Yeah. Before, oh, no, you mean Samantha. Before, right? yeah, 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 but yeah, the same yeah. thing with Samantha. If someone was like, those cute little wrinkles. Like if someone was like, oh my God, your massive pores. I'd be like... Um, oh my god wait hold that <laughs> hold that for a second alex has like really good skin yeah like alex is like yeah. poreless essentially <laughs> what's his skincare routine insult nothing. me with it, it. It, it's smoking it's fucking smoking and as much sunshine as possible literally it's yeah. the fucking worst but i'm hoping he'll end up like looking like sean connery in terms of like leather face or whatever mm. um <laughs> um but <laughs> imagine so now i'm saying like Imagine you're in bed with Sean Connery and you're like, I love your skin. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. Is he, he's wrinkly, yeah? I can't remember. Yeah, he's like 100. Yeah, okay, well, but there you go. But he's still hot. He still is hot. I still like, come on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember Alex being like, wow, you've got, like, pretty big pores. Like, oh, my God. Like, I haven't seen many, like, women with, like, such big pores. Yeah. And you have and a lot of blackheads you. on your nose. Yeah. Which I do, like it's the two like skin things. Like I got quite <laughs> open pores, and like he's like, you got really open pores. Don't look at me. I'm no. finding them. No, and I, anyway, <laughs> it's just um, just like the worst thing to say. Pores is oh. bad, and I've got really. Do you guys have stretch marks on, on your butt? I yeah. for some reason I have like the big. I've got really big ones, and because it's really noticeable because I've got brown skin, obviously. Um, and it's just like like my stretch marks. That it's like brown against cream basically so mm. i don't know i've just always had them but i don't remember like drastically losing or gaining weight those like kind of happened you just grew you just grew yeah you i just, just like grew up men have stretch marks too don't, like there are people who like massively gain weight and lose weight who never get stretch marks and then other people who like um do one squat and then their body is like here you go <laughs> literally yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah, so um, there was like, oh, what was that song um, recently? It was like a few years ago that came out. It's like, give me a girl with the stretch marks on her butt or like just like rapping about stretch marks. Mm. Um, and Jonathan was like, oh, it's like you, they're talking about you, which is I actually thought it was kind of for some reason I'm insecure about a lot of stuff, but for some reason I'm not insecure about my stretch marks just because like no one ever sees them and mm. um, I'm not like around in bikinis lots or anything like that. And also like so it's kind I of- think we've also come to the realization that everyone like the majority of the population has stretch marks and like cellulite and yeah <laughs> like why are we trying to like have this impossible smooth body that doesn't have any pores? Alex? But mine's like a tiger. It's like my butt is like a tiger. <laughs> like tiger skin um they call me tiger butt they're like you should get a tiger tattoo Irvi. that'd be fucking hot um 
Yeah, no. It's really funny. I also, I feel like, I, yeah. yeah, I wonder if it's like a, a, a gender thing as well. Because I yeah, don't absolutely. think, because I think that Kayla and I like talk shit about each other all the time. What about your but bodies? Not about like our bodies, but like, mm. I don't, I feel like because I'm, I'm so. The busiest been... girl talk. <laughs> We're just like. You're like Ooh. bitch fest pillow talk. You're like, yeah, yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're ugly. <laughs> Your mom hates you. (laughs) Um, But I also think that, like, even like, even though I'm in like a queer relationship, or like, even though I'm like more attracted to women than I am to men, I still have this thing of like, but a a man's opinion. (laughs) It's like, Mm. yeah, it's male gaze. Yeah, Yeah, it's male gaze. Yeah, a hundred percent. So like, I feel like when guys have said, or if they were to say something to me, I'd be like, well, I am out off to the nunnery (laughs) time to cut off my tits yeah whereas with like if like kayla or i say something but also i can't think of anything in particular but like if we like rip into each other because our hair looks shit or something it's like yeah it's like camaraderie in a different way like yeah because you because you understand you have an understanding exactly it's really interesting. I think it also just depends on like what stings kind of personally for you and also who's saying it to you. Like for instance, like if someone um, with like, I don't know, if someone with a, uh, some, like, I don't know, someone with like curly, dry, fucking thick hair was like, oh my God, your hair looks fucking crazy today, Honor. I'd be I'd be okay with that. But if someone with like thin, straight hair that doesn't have to put any fucking effort into their like hair in terms of like the health of it was like, mm. oh, your hair looks fucking crazy. I'd be like, fuck you. You have no idea. You have no idea what I go through. You have no idea how much money I spend on like conditioner and stuff so my hair can survive getting colored. Like not that yes. it's like, it's not a, it's not a big deal at all, but like, like if the if yeah. the certain person says or if a man said that being like your hair looks crazy i'd be like you yes. don't know my story you know like it's just yeah like- so you don't know what this journey it's actually really interesting i hadn't thought about this before but um uh awesome girl i work with um she is like her she's biracial so her dad is from ghana and her mom is from like france or something or like something european um and she was just talking about how we should do like a workshop um for like black women and hair because it's apparently like this huge issue because um you can only get products that suit black hair from like really select places it's like this huge ordeal trying to get like anything that's like beauty because it's like um moisturizer everything sucks um hair all of this stuff and she's like and even if you find like she has to drive like kilometers from her house or like order overseas for her hair products yeah. and if you find anything that's like for your hair in like normal supermarkets it's always like the packaging is always like dry damaged brittle <laughs> like all like so it's true. like what kind of messaging are yeah. you sending your hair it's like it's just always like the worst words and it's like disgusting, um, you know, bone dry stuff feel. That is yeah, so funny. Fuck that hair is that's so not blonde. Or it's like normal blonde. hair. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the alternative. Totally, it's yeah. Like, it's like normal. Yeah. dry dead hair. I'm literally, I'm at the moment, I'm using this um, bedhead product called, uh, a shampoo conditioner called Resurrection, <laughs> which is for uh, yeah. coarse, dry, <laughs> um, damaged like brittle hair yes yeah and it's like the messaging actually it is because i always feel like because i've always used those products and it's like um 
yeah, that kind of messaging, I feel like in my head, I, if anyone ever talks about my hair, I'm like, oh, it's dry and brittle. Like, you know, I use those adjectives to describe my own hair, but it's like, maybe that's actually fucking fine. And it's not, um, it's not the other. It's just like one of the many types of hair that people I had have. a similar conversation. I had like a conversation with a hairdresser about like with my really nice hairdresser that I go to, um, uh, it's fucking expensive. But like I, um, mm. they asked me like to begin with, cause it was like my first time like being a client there. Um, being like, what's like your hair goals? Like, what do you want? And also what's something you don't mm. want to talk about with your hair because like it doesn't benefit or it's not useful for you. And I was like, mm. I don't want to talk about that. I have a fuck ton of split ends. Like, I don't want to talk about that yeah. because my hair will always have fucking split ends. And I don't actually give a shit that I have split ends. Mm. Like I remember yeah. the first time it's someone, yeah, someone spoke about split ends. Like it was a bad thing. Like, Oh, you get a lot of split ends on it. And I was like, what's that? Like it was not even on my radar. Mm. And then I had to start worrying about like split ends. Like what the, I have like curly, <laughs> yeah. dry as fuck, thick hair. Like why do I give a shit about whether my ends are split? They're always going to be split. Yeah. And the only way I'm going to have like long hair and not split ends is like cutting it up to like my cheek, cheekbones that, you know what I mean? Or like mm. giving yeah. getting fucking stem cells on put onto my hair. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like what am I going to do to achieve like yeah literally it's just like what am I going to do to achieve like this you know per, like you know have my best hair like which is like thick and like mm. yeah, I'm, 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 I still li like really like my hair but it's like how mm. do I put them with no split ends like having all the benefits having thick fucking coarse hair but with like no split ends it's just like fuck totally. off totally yeah. and that hairdresser was like not oh my god absolutely split ends are normal mm. like just norm normalizing yeah, that's so good without sounding like that tiktok yeah. it's like normalize the normalcy of the normalizing oh and god, the normal it. it was so, so funny <laughs> but like yeah normalizing split ends whatever they're split ends who gives a shit normalizing stretch marks you know like whatever yeah absolutely mm. And I think it's also like, the, I yeah. feel like we, um, like you said, like you finding out about like split ends because someone told you you had them. I feel like we hold on to those um, insecurities a lot, especially when it's something that you didn't notice mm. and somebody pointed out to you. Mm. I remember in year eight, this guy totally. called me a beady eyed bimbo. And I was like, beady eyed? <laughs> like I truly like, was like, bimbo, whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. I'll be dumb. I don't care. Beady eyed stuff like that sticks. So yeah. it truly does. Someone once told me I look like the Canadians from South Park, and they're not wrong. I was just like walking from the I was just like walking from the bus like after swimming oh, no. at primary school, and I was just like walking from the bus into the school. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys you want to hear like a really sad story yes okay I'll tell you this after my other sad this wasn't that sad this is just like me walking to school and then like um my crush was just like the guy that I crushed on was just like oh maybe chicken legs and it was just like I looked out at my legs <laughs> so true I was like oh no I didn't even think about it but it's like chicken legs <laughs> but so the cute. other sad thing the, okay this is like actually really oh sad my but meta my sister who's like my sister actually like listens to like every episode um which is really cute she like waits and um like waits for us to upload it and That's stuff really it's sweet cute. but she's we like fucking hot and she's like on three scholarships um she's like the smartest person oh, ever so um <laughs> all behind you. her now <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck her but um in primary school i think i've probably already said this once um we were like at swimming and um she's just like she just had like a really hairy back um 
as a kid, but we never even know, like yeah. we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have looked at her back and thought it was hairy or anything. Um, but then I remember like, cause I was two years older than her. Um, the kids like in our year, in my year level, were like, Oh, come over here. Like check this out. And I like, went over to like the side of the pool and it was like all these kids like milling around her back. Um, and like doing like swirls in the hair and stuff. And she was just like, she was just like standing there, like waiting by the pool, like showing her back. And like, everyone was just like looking at as if it was like some spectacle. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Just, like, uh, yeah. And then she's like been like paranoid about her back for like no. so, so long. <laughs> She was just like, I got a hairy back, got a hairy back. And then one time she got a razor and like went straight down the middle of her um, forehead because she thought she had a mono. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> my parents were like, um, what did you do to your face? She's like in grade two or something. And it's <laughs> oh, no. so heartbreaking. That's awful. I know. I've had the fear of having. She was just like a bit hairy. Yeah, it's also it's fucked when when you have it. Yeah, well, like I I think it was a period of time when my back was kind of hairy because my brother pointed out to me too. I was like, you got hairy back. <laughs> and it's like I just have hair on my back. It's the same when people are like, oh, are my sideburns too long? It's like who gives a shit? Like it's just normal. And even like. Uh, like I love the being a really young child and doing something to drastically alter your appearance because you're self-conscious because it makes you so sad because <laughs> yeah. like, you're a baby like why do you care yes. but like I used to put I, I literally used to go into my mum's um bathroom when I was in fucking kindergarten take out her mascara <laughs> and put mascara on yeah oh my god did you look good yeah I tried to look good for um a boy that was in my kindergarten who actually went to carry oh later on I'll tell you who it is later. It's so funny. I was, I was in love with him. Wow. Um, that's so funny. It, yeah. um, but your sister, oh, yeah. bless. Like, that's... Oh, she's... It's always just, like, the worst solution. It, like, you, like, especially when you're a kid because you're, like, given this, like, like ridiculous standard even as a child and you're bullied for it or someone points it out to you and you are yeah. a, a child. So, like, your solution is shave every part of my body or like no more eyebrows yes like you know what i mean like it's yeah you just like and and like, <laughs> you just like come up with like fucked solutions like i used to have bruises I've, i chronically have bruises on my shins like i'm just always gonna have bruises mm. on my shins um and when i was a mm. kid i was really <laughs> self-conscious <laughs> what a weird thing to always have i'm sorry like, uh, maybe i will bully you on that i'll be like bruise chin but no one no one ever bullied me on it like no one ever cared no one noticed except yeah me. that's why i want to push it i want to really want to mm. rub it in and then, <laughs> but i used to wear like long like really long socks <laughs> like to school and like ones that like you're supposed to fold over halfway but I would just have them unrolled all the way to like halfway up my <laughs> yeah. knee I'd get my mom to get me adult yeah. socks so that they could like cover all of my shin and then like Aww. oh but no don't feel sorry for me it was fine no one noticed it except me um and then I look back at photos now and I'm like I look like a freak <laughs> like and even in high school like I started then I started being like long like again we're talking about this thing about like making your personality objects because you're still trying to figure yeah. out who you are I was like I have yeah. long socks <laughs> like even in year 12 everybody else had normal socks and I had fucking hectic long socks Anyway. Yeah, that was hot. It's Everyone, like crazy. Long socks are but sexy. <laughs> you were just being a hot year two totally. or something. Like, well, that moment that you, you tour in year 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're being it. Well, that moment yeah. that you realize that you're like I had for some like in year six, I was pretty self-aware, but then for some reason, I like fully blanked out during year seven and eight, and I just became like all I like for some reason, I didn't even really think about boys. It was just fully like studies and like reading a book and like hanging out in the library, and it was just like the do- like just like just loved learning and like <laughs> being a nerd and like being the top of the class and shit and um. I remember I moved schools and I had no friends. Like it was like half, it was like I moved schools halfway through year seven and just had like no friends at all. And like, no one would be my friend and um, for like ages. And I was just like walking down the like, it was like fucking sad dude. I was like, I just used to like go and like read Dolly Doctor. Um, And one time I found like the best day of my life was like, I just like took a break from class and like walked by myself to the canteen. And on the way I found like a $5 note and it was like, like finding five bucks on your account. Oh, it's that's, that's the best that's, thing ever. That's that's worth four hundred dollars yeah. now. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I was like pseudo. I was like, God's looking out for me. Um, yes. <laughs> but um, I was walking down like the portables, and this like the school bully was like hanging around, and he's just like, "Oi, are you a boy?" Um, because up until that point, my I just like fully trusted in my parents, and they were like okay, so at your new school, let's just buy you all the new uniform. And we they're obsessed with not being cold. So they bought me like these really like woolly, <laughs> like these like woolen pants. <laughs> the phrase they're obsessed with like, not being cold is, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Apparently like, you're cold. Put a quick put this on. <laughs> <laughs> like we literally were like, people could spot us from ages away. Cause like our whole family wore these like huge puffer jackets. And it was just like, they were just this weird. Um, <laughs> And so they bought Gang. me like these woolen pants. <laughs> woolen pants. <laughs> like woolen pants. And like my like button up shirt. And like I had like this like, low ponytail. <laughs> and just like full eyebrows. Like uh, just like no make nothing. And I just like walk around in my jacket. And um, this guy was like, <laughs> this guy was like, hey, are you a boy? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, why do you always wear pants? <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, you like, boy. So I think he said he was like, Why do you always wear pants? Are you a boy? And I was like, No, are you? And he was just like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn it, I just like lost that fight. <laughs> Such shit shit comeback. That's so bad. Yeah, it was the worst comeback possible. Oh. Um and then I that was the first time I was like, Oh shit, like I look like a huge nerd. And I was like, Why do I wear pants? Like I hadn't even thought about it um up until that point that like guys wear pants and girls wear skirts or whatever. Talk about big. Oh yeah, and, um, big. big Let's bring it back to big for a second. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about him. Mr. Big. He is flaky as fuck with Carrie, but they also don't really know what they're doing because they don't know if they're on a date or not. Also, like, listening to messages is very, like, the early 2000s of check reading your friend's texts. Mm, definitely. I also, they also yes. think it's interesting. Carrie's already started to become annoying and obsessive a big, like, in this episode. I feel like this is the beginning of Carrie. Has she? Well, yeah, she's kind of like, what does this mean? Like, what are we? Kind of like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm waiting mm. for him a little bit. So mm. I, I was just a bit like, here it comes. She's starting to be all like, like she has moments in this where she's like, well, you know, fuck you. I'm going to go fuck this 20 year old or whatever. But then it still comes back to like, it's some of it has to do with her spiting big for not being serious Mm. about her. Yeah, absolutely. And her making herself small or waiting for big to make the decision. Yeah. But it's good as well when she, I thought this, 
Go on. Definitely. I think, yeah, I think compared to what she gets later, definitely she's, maybe you can see the starting of it now, but I thought still I was like relishing in her being like able to, like at the end of the episode where she bumps into him and is still kind of like walking on. Um, and then she looks back and is just, I feel like that moment is just like, oh, I'm hooked now kind of thing. Mm. But up until that point, I was like, she still seems to maintain this, like I can still go, like I'm still figuring this guy out and it's not fully like, I'm going to kill myself if I, I don't be with you kind of thing. Totally. Uh, not as emotionally manipulative as that. Imagine if Carrie <laughs> said that yeah. to be, to be like, yeah, well, if you leave me, I'll fucking kill myself. Um, uh, yeah, no, I thought, I thought it was really good when finally he invites her because he bails and is all shit and then he invites her to that dinner and then that drunk disgruntled mm. you know to be divor- divorcee turns up and ruins it i actually weirdly feel a little bit sorry for big in that situation because mm. i guess that's his like you know in sex and the city terms like girlfriends like that's like one of his girlfriends he's yeah. going through a, a divorce obviously he's an asshole but like and so he's yeah. like i'm so sorry he had to come he's going through a really hard time and then carrie's yeah. kind of like oh my god but in saying that, she does the right thing for herself too. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to let you. Yeah. Like, you guys, you guys, guys catch up. It. Yeah. And also she also makes I it. I don't need to be. Yeah. yeah. And she makes it like, she's like, well, if I'm not a priority, like you do this and then I'm just not a priority. Like she does like, she's very cool yeah. about it. I think she's cool about it with this. In, yeah. in terms of like, she's like, all right, bye. Like you make the next move. Yeah. I've, I've put myself out yeah. there. Now it's up to you. Like fuck you like yeah and there is like a weird mm. sense of um i remember when i was dating but like there is a weird sense of empowerment of being like i've done what i I said what i said and now the ball's in your court you can do what you need with it like you know what i mean like in terms of like in not not giving over completely and being like they have control over the whole situation of just being like hey i've put myself out there if you're interested you're interested if not then goodbye like as well totally. there's something nice about that um, and she's when she walks away or when she says she's gonna leave them be, he's like, Are you sure? And what does she say? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And then what was her last line? She's like talking about um she's walking away and she's just like Floopy doops. <laughs> she says Flibaloo, <laughs> Mr. Man. Flibaloo. She throws a shoe at him. <laughs> Jeans <laughs> out of someone's um, garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is where we really, really see Carrie unravel. She yeah. does this. She says, absolutely. Goes in the splits, does a little fold wave, and says, <laughs> <laughs> and then he eats straight from the garbage. It was a really strange end, but I like the way it sets the rest of the season up. <laughs> Her in a straight jacket. <laughs> the rest of the season's just like her imagining from some cell. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That was good. No, what did she say, Obi? I actually can't remember. I didn't write it down for some reason. Um, he's like, oh, hinge. Um, look, my notes on No, this. she's like, hinge, four across, down. And he's like, no, hinge. He's like, no that's not it. And she says, <laughs> Like, a door that won't stop swinging. <laughs> I'm swinging for you, baby. Wait, do you reckon that's where hinge is from? 
Pardon? Yes. Do you reckon that's where Hinge the dating thing I from? was thinking the exact same thing and I don't think it is, but I would love it if it was. That would be great if we found that out. We should find out. What is Hinge? We shouldn't make an app. dating app. I know, but it's like a weird name for it. Remember when Grindr came mm. out? Oh, not Grindr, sorry. <laughs> Remember when I was trolling on Grindr? Desperate. Like, like oh, please, someone, show me a penis. Um... Uh, or an asshole. Um, no, remember when fucking Tinder came out? That was, was like that was like what? Like probably only 2014. It feels like. Yeah, yeah. Like because it was out when I was yeah. at uni, but I think only like third year. Yeah. yeah so 2014. That was game changer. Time. What a time to be alive. How are these girls going? Oh my god, here? he's like two years old. The CEO of Hinge. Oh my god. <laughs> so I was just looking at How the origin. He? He's like literally like. Um, uh, he looks very young. I'll show I want to be really young and really rich. What the fuck? I know he's worth one point two million dollars. Oh my god! Wow. Hello. I know. I thought it would be more. I mean, I feel like that's a fake. I'm saying that someone who has no money. No way that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually not that much. I also spent um yeah. all of yesterday looking up how much it costs to make certain movies. So my idea of like money is skewed. <laughs> is inflated. <laughs> You're like, yeah. unless it's like five point nine. Yeah, yeah. It costs $150 million to make million. the Meg. So if you can't fund that, I'm not interested. Oh, That's my crazy. God. Yeah. How fucked it's like, where does this money come from? Honestly? Yeah, it's like, it's like plastic. Like, where does it come from? Where does it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. Where does it come Where do come from? Where do you go? Where do you go? Hinge. <laughs> it is very funny that she, like, just walks past and sees that. That's a very, like, cute. Well, they keep... That's cute. And it bookends the episode because the episode starts with her saying she keeps bumping into him. Oh, that's true. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, it's because she won't let him pass in a hallway. She just keeps like, you know, stepping in front of him. Sorry, I just think oh, that's okay. very funny. <laughs> being, <laughs> being like, yeah. hey, hey, like intimidating someone by, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um really enjoyed the line. Just circling back quickly when she's when she's like doop a doop. She goes, she's back in the cell. Um, <laughs> when she's when she's talking to. Mr. Big, and she says, "My God, Rachel!" <laughs> no, she says, "Um, she's like, oh, I'll leave you guys be. Um, to do what men do: talk, cry, shoot bear." <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that too. Yeah, shoot bear. That's a that's a good joke that I think I use often, and Pat and I use often mm. when we're like being like, "We're just two boys doing normal boy things." kissing the floor and slapping a bear or whatever yeah, you know like yeah, not, yeah. not that but something like that <laughs> oh, i'll I keep workshopping it when you could kill it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. keep working on it babe. yeah thank you um my favorite line in this episode is when carrie goes you better wake up <laughs> <laughs> you better wake you better up. wait up. to the camera open your fucking eyes and take off your masks you sheeple sheeple <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my favorite line in this episode um we're not getting delirious. You are. Um, uh, that was the other line that I really liked. Um, Do you reckon that <laughs> Charlotte could be anti-vax? Absolute, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I Charlotte's mean, Charlotte's anti-vax. Would she? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like or would she be more like? I don't know. I feel like she could fall in with the anti-vax crowd for a moment and then come back. 
She wouldn't let her kids drink from um, plastic bottles, you know, like the GPA stuff or whatever it is, how all kids like yeah. have plastic in their bloodstream now and we all do too and, and fetuses do. Yeah, I've never been stronger. Yeah, me. I'm like a bionic woman. Are you serious? Yeah, it's true. It's really, oh, yeah. it's really don't, depressing. Don't, don't read up about it. microplastics. No. Is it good for us or? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not good Maybe. for us. What do you but, mean? Um, it's not. If it's you like, like cancer, like, it is. <laughs> it's like real good if you like, if that's if your, like, if that's like, your hobby, growing cancer. <laughs> But it's like, what are you going to do, you know? Like, what's the fucking point? Yeah, exactly. Point? Seriously. Literally, yeah. yeah. That's why I don't wear a mask. <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> I do. So I just water. bought a new one recently. It was really, it's really pretty. It's leopard print. Carrie, mm-hmm. episode one would approve. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I would approve now. That's sick. I would love to see a design of what, what, the, what the four would wear as masks. I think that would be really fun. I think that um, Samantha mm. would have one of those clear ones that you could still see her lips. Yeah, because she was like, ah, Samantha, ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. or she has like a glory hole. <laughs> oh <it's> my! Plastic. <laughs> she has a brick wall with a hole in it, and you can see her lips. <laughs> Samantha's a straight up dick pig, and I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, so wait, wait, so so big and Carrie, yeah. When Carrie was walking away from him in that last bit though, it just reminded me, and I told Jordan this, it reminded me so much of my friend. Um, who wouldn't be insulted by the fact that I said it reminded me of her because she knows herself and she's very aware of herself. Um, but just like this idea, like I feel like she mimics that shit a lot when she's drunk, like one drink in. She'd be like, hi, I'm some sultry Angelou and I'll say something to a dude and then walk off and like, like say something mincing. witty yeah, and mince off and then and then look back. And like for him, it's probably like, oh, she just looked back or whatever. But for her, it's like... Mm that that moment hit him you know what i mean like be like that was it this is it and i've won this moment it. and it's just such a yeah like, it's like me it's like all that kind of yeah it's the same as like you know when like you purposely stand stand really hot at a party or something because you're like stand yeah like mm. i yeah i remember i used to like it's almost like you're posing <laughs> at a party because you're like oh if i like it's like you know brushing your hair behind your ear all that kind of bullshit where like just trying to make yeah. yourself look good. Someone's yeah, watching. Yeah, like someone's yeah. watching. I lift my shoulders. Mm. Oh my God, Jordan. Get some self-respect. <laughs> I can't. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I just thought that was an interesting moment. Very funny because I was like, I feel like so many women have like, or people have mimicked that moment of Carrie being like, hinge, mm. zoom, zoom, and then walking away and being like, and you never will. Zing, zing, zing. And yes. then like turning around. Totally. Yeah. And being like, damn, why don't I turn around? But I'm glad I saw him looking. Zing, zing, zing. And then flies off into the sunset <laughs> with her bat wings. It's the best. <laughs> 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 she like, is she like pulled out a skateboard? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, hang loose. She's like, hang loose, Mr. Juice. <laughs> she was friends with OJ um, Simpson. Uh, Carrie was friends with yeah, OJ. Yeah, she's always said. It's a fact. <laughs> um, she actually probably does. Have so, a what do we rate? what do we rate this one then sorry what do i rate the episode um what happened i rate this like a seven a 7.5 maybe i think it's like a pretty standard episode i think ah probably a Mm. seven i wouldn't give it a 7.5 i think it's like just a solid episode i don't think it really i think it's interesting 
but I don't think it really is the best thing we're gonna see. I I yeah. agree. I think, I think seven. Oh, do we all say seven? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a seven. It's like not offensive, um, not offensive in any way, but <laughs> I mean it is probably, but um. Yeah, it's also not like groundbreaking either. But what yeah. about when Carrie's wearing that um, KKK outfit? <laughs> 20 minutes is not offensive. <laughs> Carrie was. Um, yeah. Carrie's crazy. She's fucking crazy in this episode. What about when, she... <laughs> <laughs> when she murders that kitten? I don't know. I, I took offense to that. Um, <laughs> Sam sit out with this. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I only wear real fur. <laughs> and then she turned back to Bigger's head. <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah. Uh, yeah no yeah sorry go on so why did you rate it a seven Obi? um <laughs> i think it was just a seven because um i didn't really take that many notes during it but i feel like from the limited ones i have um it just looks like this is how I feel, so this is what I'm going to say. Uh, and, Evie, what would you rate yourself out of 10? <laughs> um, hard to say. Maybe, like, a, depends what day you're asking. Like a eight, Tuesday. I guess. What would you guys rate yourself? Okay, I, I think an 8. Nice. I'm worth it. You are worth it. <laughs> what do you guys reckon for yourselves? I don't know. I, I hate it. the first day of my period. I can't answer this question. <laughs> I rate myself oh, a rainbow got, out of five. That's what I rate myself. I, I just got it. bullied into asking, into answering a, an embarrassing question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting, I didn't do that. It felt, I'm getting online bullied. I literally, I felt like I was doing like a three-way chat, uh, but you didn't know that Jordan was saying, I was like, what do you think of Jordan's glasses? Like, good or like, really bad? Jordan, I reckon you guys upset. are like eight or above. Deal with it. Thank you. You need that. We need um, it. We're both, John and I are both twinsing first day of our periods. Because mm-hmm. we made oh our God. vaginas kiss. Oh, you didn't tell me this. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The blood oath. Yeah, we did a blood oath together. Um, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> um, give this episode a subscription. Uh, nope. Give it a like and click subscribe and follow us on Instagram. We are sex and the sex in the sex. You can send us an email at sex and the sex in the sex at gmail.com. You can follow us all on our Instagram socials if you want to find out about gigs, if gigs have returned. Mm. Thank you. Thanks, heaps. I'll see you next time.